Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special top five edition of Soap Dish Sound Style. This week, we are doing the top five times a turkey got stuffed, a.k.a. <laughs> top five love scenes. And joining me to count this down are Nick, Ariat, and Dylan. Say hello. Hi, y'all. Michael is unfortunately under the weather this week, even though this podcast was his idea. He will be unable to join us, but he will give us his list when he returns on our next recording. So, Nick, why don't you kick us off? What is your number five love scene? Uh, my number five was um, Dante and Lulu's first love scene on General Hospital. Really liked them. I remember there were a lot of close calls leading up to it, like they kept almost having sex but kept getting interrupted he got shot she got kidnapped strapped to a bomb he had been in town for about a year before they actually slept together i don't Um, think i don't think it was till like what may of 2010 or something like that may of 2010 that's when they finally slept together but when they did it was this it was i didn't realize i don't remember i didn't realize how long it was but it was like probably an eight to ten minute scene of them just slowly but surely building up to it and he just straight up said i want she was about to leave and she was he was like i just want you to stay tonight with me she like i thought you'd never ask but i really enjoyed it um i forgot how much i liked dante and lulu in the beginning um but yeah that was my number five dante and lulu excellent choice. watching that scene and liking it they had a song that i liked too yeah they, that's, act, I- they had adele Oh, which Adele song? Um, Make you feel my love. I think feel my love. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, we have money back then. (laughs) (laughs) That I completely forgot about that. That was wild to me because I'm like, I don't remember recognizing the song when it aired. I guess maybe Adele was still newer back then. Yeah, she. Yeah, 2010 was like right when she was coming up. I think. Okay, so maybe she, she might have been cheaper then. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm like, I did not remember the song, but yeah, that was that song started playing as they started sleeping together. It was cute. Excellent choice. All right, what is your number five? Um, so my number five is Bowen Hope's reunion in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Um, like they had been through so much. For those like two years before they reunited and it just it had built up to that love scene they had and it wasn't really a love scene that was like showing a lot of skin and stuff like that but it was all about the longing and them just wanted wanting to be together and you could see it in their eyes and as their song was playing and it just it was so such a good love scene for a couple reuniting after having a lot of angst for a few years and that is my number five excellent choice dylan what's coming in at number five for you my number five is from general hospital as well and it's liz and lucky's wedding night montage (laughs) And it was just oh, it was so hot and it was so sweet. And I am pretty sure that Becky Harris and Greg Vaughn looked as good as two people have ever looked on film. Yes. Like Liz and that black lingerie was a whole serve. And like everything about the setup from like the red rose petals across the bed to the candles to the rice and clear where you are oh i love that song i love that song it was just so good 
And like the love scene itself, they had like these really hot moments, like Lucky using his teeth to unsnap the garter on her stocking. Ooh, and okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg has done that on a, on a few shows. Listen, <laughs> me up with the love scene, going, wink, wink. Listen, and, when you're as hot as oh Greg Vaughn is, that's something. Right? Just, okay, why can't we I'm, do that on days? Anyway, go on. I'm, I'm not mad. I was not mad at it. And then there's a shot where they're wrapped up in the sheets and he's on top of her and their hands are like claps together and you see him moving and oh my god it's so oh but then there's also other scenes that are just really sweet where they're like kissing and looking at each other and they stop and they giggle and it's just there's just so much love and happiness and passion and desire and it's just such a perfect scene for that couple and it's they're my babies and so like yeah that was my number five I loved that that montage that wedding night montage for them that is an excellent choice. For my number five, I am taking it over to Port Charles, not General Hospital, the actual Port Charles. <laughs> and we are taking it back to Caleb and Allison in the barn during the gift. Mm. Um, I was a Rafe and Allison stan back in the day. So this love scene should have pissed me off, but it was so hot and it melted the screen that I literally could not even be mad at it, despite the fact that they were literally having sex in the place that Rafe and Allison fell in love. You Livy need to wished, right after Tony. If I smoked, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Livy wished for Caleb to have the most passionate night of his life, and boy, did he ever. Because that, I mean, it, it just... The and it started out, it didn't even they started out with just them like kissing in the barn, and like then it went into the montage stuff later. But like the outfit she was wearing, like underneath the sweat sweatsuit she had on, the way that they kept posing her all throughout the love scene, like it was just it's honestly one of the hottest love scenes that show's ever had. And it's been almost two decades since it aired, and it's still ingrained in my memory. And that is my number five. Nick, what's your number four? My number four is Xander and Sarah on Days. Um, it was the second one. Well, the, I think this was their second one. The 2020 reunion one? Yes. That one. Yeah, that was good. That 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 was hot. Um, I remember it vividly because I was shocked. Um, <laughs> it was like, it was what, what really caught me off guard because they were, you could tell they were trying to get back there and they were they were finally getting to that point where they were like we want to be together and then she, I think I think he was about to leave or one of them was about to leave and she, the other said stay and they just started and they were going and he was undressing her and then she laid on her stomach <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, was all over twitter I was mm -hmm. like, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> because that doesn't normally happen. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I think Brand, I think Xander ate her butt. I'm thoroughly convinced. They just didn't show it. 
But I think that's like, why she won't leave him because <laughs> it, that's got it's got to be because I and I remember even like Paul Paul said it it didn't seem that racy when they filmed it, but then once they actually watched it, once it was all edited together, it was like yeah. I could not I could not watch this with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is different for days. It caught me so off guard. But I, I really liked it. Do it again. Right. <laughs> Who knows what we're going to get with Peacock era days. Mm-hmm. Well, right now they're fighting, so they probably won't be doing it for a while. Oh. Hey, you never know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes fighting can lead to some really good angry sex, so you never know. That explains my number one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, all righty then. <laughs> all right what's number four for you my number four is an, an iconic love scene and it's john and marlena's conference room table sex in 1993 Ooh. yes now, granted i don't have the context before that because i haven't watched that yet or binged it yet but the scene itself Oh my god! And they weren't even naked. Like, oh, the chemistry. Listen, John. John turned. What was it? I think John Gondry had Marlena moaning on that table. <laughs> he did. He did. But it's... that's oh, that scene. Like the lead up, the sexual tension, the chemistry, the lead up to that moment of them having sex was just so fucking steamy. Like it was steamy, sexy, and oh, like the the dialogue leading up to it. And then, of course, this is like this them having sex on the conference room table was the catalyst to another iconic thing. The iconic character Sammy is today. So this was this was the big transition moment for Sammy. It really was. It's such a good one. It would be higher up in my list. If I had more context, but once I watch and go back, like I'm going to be hyping this up more, but yeah, it gets my number four because of like the context of the scene and their chemistry and the lead up. Oh, I love it. So that is my number four. Excellent choice. Dylan, what's number four for you? My number four. Ah. <laughs> This is so funny because we're like, we're tag teaming Ariette because Ooh. my number four is actually um, John and Marlena on the plane. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I love that. And like, I know that the conference room table gets its well-deserved flowers, but for me, this is the Jarlena love scene. And I'll tell you why. The setup, her coming in begging him not to leave and that whole conversation that they have and you see like her face the slowly dawning realization that as much as she wants to do the right thing she cannot let this man go and she doesn't know and she even says that I don't know what my life would look like without you in it and you can tell that what's unspoken is that she doesn't want to find out and exactly. there's just there's so much emotion and uh, love between these two and this scene that when they actually get to the point where they make love, it's almost like it was inevitable. Like there was no other way that this 
encounter was going to end. And in the afterglow, when she's feeling guilty and she's trying to wrap her head around how she can keep doing the quote unquote wrong thing with the right man. Hmm. And he's just like, he's holding her and he's positioned behind her and he asks her to look at him. And like Deidre looks, she's crying and she just looks so pretty. And she's like, I can't because if I look at you, I'll see the love and the passion and I'll be lost and I'll give my heart to you again. And it was never mine to give. I don't know if I'm supposed to be fanning myself or crying the way you just right? right? And, <laughs> and I think he I think he kisses her shoulder and he says it was mine once. And Ooh. just oh my god, y'all, y'all when this this is this is the scene where Bella's conceived and mm-hmm. this is happening on Roman and Marlena's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the, so the, the way it ends, too, because he's like, he asks this question that I feel like has set us up to get to where we are now. Because mm. he says, now that we've opened up our eyes, are we ever going to be able to close them again? Ooh. Y'all. Oh. The Ooh. dialogue. The plane, y'all. The plane. The plane. <laughs> and the music. Oh, can we? Can we just talk about the music in that scene? Because, like, and it wasn't even, it, this was not a, a scene that had your typical love scene montage song. They had a music cue that sounded like a storm was brewing. Yeah, it was so, oh. it was so dramatic. Oh, my God, y'all. Plain, oh, I'm God. telling you. Like, we love us. We love the conference room table and we give it all its well deserved flowers. But I'm telling you, that conference that room table scene, would not have happened had this plane scene not happened. Oh, that scene. And, and what's, what's cannot- so crazy is when you, when you think, I remember during the 40th anniversary when they did that soap talk special, Drake and Deidre talked about filming this. And they kept having them reshoot it and redo it because it wasn't desperate enough. Ooh. I cannot wait to see all of this, like, again. It is peak soap opera. It's so good. So good. (laughs) Well, I don't quite know how I'm supposed to follow that up with my (laughs) number four, but I'm going to gonna give it my best shot my number four is over on one life to live and it is brody and natalie and that is their first love scene and that is because that is the closest we will ever hear to we will that is the closest we will ever get to having an orgasm on daytime television brody was fucking natalie so good you literally saw her orgasm on television and daytime has not done that to my recollection before or since and that is why that scene is my number four. Nick, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Eli Lonnie's reunion scene in 2020. Um, they've been through a lot of hell. They've been apart for a while. Shitty reason, but they were apart. Um, <laughs> but when they got to those, to that apartment, Eli came to the apartment. And they started talking. He was like, my mom and my grandma told me to come talk to you. And um, you could feel the tension in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just waiting, like, what's going to happen? Like, you know what's going to happen, but you're just waiting for, like, who's going to initiate it? Who's going to? And he he admitted, like, he was like, I was 
she was like, I'm sorry, I should have told you, yada, yada, yada. He was like, I understand the choice you made. Um, and she was like, I, she said something to him. I he, forgot what she said. What she she said something. She said, what do you, "You go ahead." Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. I'm blanking on that part. What did, she said something to Are him. Are you talking he didn't about before? Answer. Yeah, before, right I know before they started is. kissing. What did she say? She said, "Does that mean you don't hate me anymore?" He doesn't answer. He just starts kissing her. <gasps> That's so I was good. Like, <laughs> she was like. Oh, <laughs> but they, they start sleeping together and they they cut away and then they come back and <laughs> the only <laughs> she's as Dylan would say Lonnie was riding Eli like sea biscuit because <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason this is seared into my brain is because Lamone Archie tweeted that gift <laughs> but. I was like, wow. But you could really feel that they had been holding all of this in. And it was, they were just finally relieved to get it all out. Literally. Because I, I genuinely think that's when Lonnie got pregnant. I, you can't convince me otherwise. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, that's 100% when they got, because usually we always <laughs> see the conception love scene. And that was the only love scene we had seen up until that time. And she found out she was pregnant like a month and a half after that. Yeah, and it it makes sense that it was twins because they were going at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that yeah, is that's my choice. that's my my pick. Such Excellent choice, Ariet. What's number three for you? Oof, hold on, I'm still thinking about this number. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my number three is from Sunset Beach, and it's a love scene Ben and Meg had, and it's a bit blurry for me because it's been a while. Since I watched it and I and I am not gonna look for it, but I remember watching it back in the day. And it was one of those typical like steamy love scenes in a cabin. Ben and Meg had been arguing at this point because his ex-wife was in the picture and she was remembering stuff, and they were arguing, and they somehow ended up in a cabin somewhere and it was raining there was a storm outside and there was a lot of angst leading up to that point but then they were in the cabin and trying to keep warm and that you know I'm a sucker for that trope you're stuck in a cabin with the love of your life and they ended up having sex and it was just so good oh it had everything I love about a love scene like hand holding I don't remember a lot of specifics but I remember just loving it like it was oh the chemistry was the ah it was just so so good and that is my number three Ben and Meg in the cabin on Sunset Beach all right Dylan what is number three for you okay number three for me is from Days and full disclosure this is a couple that I have never shipped ever and I, I don't think that that will ever change. <laughs> but it is Philip and Belle. And it is specifically Ooh. the time that they hooked up in the room above the Brady pub. Ooh. When Sean was downstairs talking about their wedding. Oh, my God, y'all. That, listen, Ooh. listen, that I am a shell stand to my core, but that shit was hot. That mm -hmm. was fire. That was f and just the juxtaposition of those two up there, Chez 
peeling listen, the paint off the walls. Listen, and Sean downstairs they, just oblivious. How the hell they didn't hear the furniture rocking? I will never understand. But my favorite part of that whole montage is like you hear this voiceover of Hope going, Belle just lost her father. She's grieving, but she loves you. She would never hurt you. And Meanwhile, she's her literally, going down mm-hmm. with Philip. <laughs> literally okay, rolling around with Philip, laughing, and then about to go for round two until the damn until she literally kicks the vase with her foot. Mm-hmm. And Good that's going, what Belle. snaps her out of it. <laughs> like, like the circumstance. It, it was so soapy. It was so soapy, and it's like, I, like you said, Tony. Like I, a shell stand to my core, to the marrow of my bones. And so, like, part of me was like, "Oh my god, no, no, no!" But then the other part of me was like, "Oh yes, this may be juicy." <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Martha and Brandon had not found their chemistry yet, but Martha and Jay's chemistry lit the yeah, screen on their fire. Was and, you so literally, hot. and you literally, you couldn't deny it. No matter how much you wanted to, you literally could not deny it. Like, it was, it was, yes. They they did exactly that. They did that. They did the thing in this scene. Like it was so good. It was so good. And it, and you know what love scene is good when you don't ship the couple. Mm-hmm. But you still got to give them their their tens. Yes. Yep. And that it actually is a perfect segue into my number three because my number three, which is also on days, is for a couple that I never shipped, and it's EJ and Abby. Ooh. Um, yeah, they were. High. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> we all get it. <laughs> Listen, when, when they when they when they fucked in the Horton cabin. Oh my God. Like, and, and, and you could say whatever you want. Like, like the EJ, the EJ and Sammy fans try to say that like EJ was forced into it. That man wanted her. Wasn't something I was expecting. I didn't expect Kate Manzi and James Scott to have that level of chemistry. And it was just, it melted the entire screen. And for once the song they used in that love scene was not terrible. Back in 2014, Days music was horrible. So the love scenes were always hit or miss, but they actually got everything right with the music, with the way it was choreographed, like just everything just worked and their chemistry just oozed off the screen. And that is my number three. Nick, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, I don't know why I remember this, but I did. <laughs> um, it's Frankie and Randy on Almost Children. Because <laughs> the only thing they were good for back then was sex. <laughs> I mean, but, Denise Vassy. Hello. They were, I, they were honestly actually the first black couple outside of Jesse and Angie that I saw on screen on soaps. And the story was wild. She was a prostitute. He became her savior. It was, it was a lot. But um, Frankie was coming home to their apartment and he had pizza. He was like, baby, I have pizza. And she was like, in here. And he goes in. He's coming from work. He goes into the room, and she's not planning on eating pizza. <laughs> there are candles lit. These the candles were huge. That's <laughs> but there were candles lit, and she was like, "I had other plans." He was like, "Well, this is my favorite kind of pizza." <laughs> but I, I remember that. I'm like, God, they're so hot. They were just, and they, Cornelia Smith Jr. and Denise Vassy were easily two of the most gorgeous people on that show, yeah. probably in daytime at that time. I was like, damn, can we see more of this? I, I, I'm sad that we didn't get to see more of them, but that shit was really hot. 
and I and I that's one of the that's one of the memories I have from all my children to this day when that was in '08. I think that was even before they were married. But yeah, Frankie and Randy were really hot, and it took me a while to even find the scenes because they're it's it's a it's a mess on YouTube trying to find that, and it's the scenes are numbered weird. But I managed to track it down. I think it was in December '08. But that scene was really, really hot. Excellent choice. Ariet, what is number two for you? So my number two is one of my ships first time. Rex and Mimi's first time at look at lookout points. And the lead up to it is hilarious because they were um rolling around with rollerblades with supposedly dead raw at the time God, that, what is the, what is the obsession with this show with dead bodies and sex i don't well i don't understand. know but after that they were trying to have like sex for the first time um in in rex's bedroom uh but they kept being interrupted uh tony or well andre interrupted them and then a phone call about sammy so they they had to leave like they went to the hospital and then after that they went out to lookout point and rex gave her a rough diamond and then they started having sex <laughs> i remember one of them saying like back in the day like who wouldn't sleep with rex after getting a diamond so but <laughs> the love scene itself was so good like this song was terrible. I'm just gonna be honest. The song was terrible, but the love scene had me shook because I was like 14 or 15, and they like they were undressing each other. She was going down, kissing his like stomach, and she was on top of him. And then he oh the moment where he undressed her, like took off her pants. And kissed her stomach. I was like, "Ooh, okay." And then, like, they had they had sex. Um, and it's, I just love the entire thing. I love that it was the lo- location of it. I kind of miss the times we had love scenes, quote unquote, outside. And this is one of those I really loved. It was sexy, but also sweet at the same time. That scene where. He's kissing her stomach always gets me because it's so damn good. It was, from what I remember at the time, it was a bit risque at the time, but it's still like, I still think it's one of the better love scenes from that era. And it that's why it gets my number two. And their chemistry was insane. Insane. So yeah, Rex and Mimi's first time at Lookout Point. Is my number two. That is an excellent choice. Dylan, what's your number two? Okay, my number two is from Days as well. And it is Lonnie and Eli's wedding night. Mm. Oh, yeah. good choice. Because, <laughs> like, first of first things first, they look the fuck good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. That lingerie thing yeah. she was wearing. Man, listen, and like the scene, the 
scene where he's like laying in the bed and his shirt's open and his pants are undone and he's scattering those flower petals on himself. (laughs) (laughs) Eli was a fool. And then Lonnie struts in wearing that lingerie looking like a million, a trillion, fulfillion dollars. And he goes, oh my God. Brother, I felt that. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And like just the whole setup, the candles, the fairy lights, and then like they're kissing and there's fireworks. And you see like the different interplay of the lights across their skin. And it's just, it's so good. And the way she's like straddling him. And they are kissing like they are the only two people on this earth. And then it cuts to like the um the afterglow and they're wrapped up in the sheets and she still has her stockings on. And it's just like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And also let me be like really, really blunt here. Um, if you ever go to my Twitter, you will find that it is a monster mash of just a bunch of different things. And so it's not just devoted to soaps. And there are a lot of people who follow me who have like no context for soap operas. But without fail, whenever I post a photo set from that night or a the gif from that night i always get people who do not know who they are who want to know who they are or people who haven't watched days in a long time who are like who is that and that does not happen with any other couple that i post so like eli and lani were so sexy and this scene put every bit of that on display and like that's why it's my number two they were mm. Tens across the board. <laughs> that, statement, that statement makes me happy. The fact that people react to him constantly. I get that. On without fail. Funny. Without mm-hmm. fail. It, it's that specific scene. And also, um, because a lot of my Twitter feed is romance writers, and they're always mm-hmm. looking for like um, couple inspiration or hero inspiration, mm. posting a picture of Eli Grant is the <laughs> computer's computing. <laughs> so, like, so like y'all may think like I, I'm I'm just I I am just telling you people who have like no frame of reference those two consistently get a reaction mm-hmm. from my feed because I always get like a lot of quote quote tweets about Ilani especially like their love scenes I miss them. Me too. Same. But that is such a good choice. An excellent choice. I love that scene. Bella, oh. Yeah, she looks so damn good. Like, oh. She always looked good, but that was like top tier. Mm-hmm. That was the top tier of top tier. I, right? rem- I even <laughs> remember Tony's because it aired like an hour before I got to watch for you. And you were like, she has the stocking on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, me? Yes, it was you. <laughs> you were like, I think you wrote in caps. You were like, oh my God, she still has the stockings on. Like something oh like that. Oh my God, that. that's right. Because I think, was that the love scene where you disappeared because you went to take a nap? And like, no, that was the reunion. 
That was the reunion because I I remember like back. I remember waiting for it to air for me at one p.m. or seven p.m. for me because I I remember like back then I would whenever I would always tweet Alani stuff I always made sure to do it with you in mind because I knew you couldn't see it yet and I remember I was I remember thinking oh my god Arya's going to die when she sees this yeah I remember waiting because we all we all were like waiting to watch those scenes in the episode and then I saw your tweet I just remember your tweet like you were like yeah the stockings on like the, the entire timeline during that love scene went crazy it was so good Dylan that is such a good choice it's one and of my faves it's an excellent choice my number two is also on days and but I am taking it back to the 80s i am taking it back to rojan and diana's first time in greece the chemistry between drake hogeston and Jeannie francis was out of this world they were literally in i think they were in like tunnels or something underneath the underneath the kyriakos compound in greece and they were just talking and kissing and just the chemistry between them just melted the screen and like the entire time that they were kind of ripping each other's clothes off they were talking about how they shouldn't be attracted to each other because of all of their differences and they're the entire time they're like i shouldn't like this like you like classical music or you like boxing i don't understand why i'm so attracted to you but yet i'm ripping your clothes off and then also the song that they had for roman and diana or ro john as we later found out and Diana back then was one of my favorite songs that they used for couples back then. And it's just, I remember the first time I watched it thinking that it was one of the hottest things I'd ever seen. And even though it is a love scene that is not with Marlena, it is still one of the hottest things that I have ever seen. And that is why it is my number two. All right. We have reached our number ones. Nick, what is your number one? Uh, my number one. Um, if you know me, you should know this. Um, I'm taking it back to 2014 on The Young and the Restless. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Devon and Hillary's first time. Um, oh. <laughs> so remember when I said, like, fighting can lead to great grace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what I meant. Because Devon, um, he goes, I think he went looking for Hillary. And she was avoiding him. And he meets her in the hallway of his hotel and he grabs her hand and she's he's like hi and she's like what are you doing here he said we can't and he and then she says we can't and she kisses him but then she pushes him away and then she slaps him and he's (laughs) but like he's not phased by it because he knows what's about to happen but she's really in denial about it and like it's it you could feel that they were in the hallway and I swear, if like they could have set that hallway on fire with the way they were, they were looking at each other, she asked him if he's drunk. He was like, "Nah, I ain't drunk." <laughs> <was like, laughs> and they're trying to, she like she's trying to talk sense into him. He was like, "I regardless, no matter what's happening, I want to be with you, especially when Neil recovers." And, and she was like, "What if Neil doesn't recover?" And he was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> sucks to be Neil." <laughs> they start kissing. They open the door to her hotel room. She rips his shirt off. And 
this became a running joke in the Havan fandom, but Brighton has a um, tattoo of a lion on his arm because he's a Leo. Like, I'm a Leo too. He has a tattoo of a lion on his arm. And when he pulls it off, it became like a running gag whenever those two had sex, telling Devon to unleash the lion. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Which could be a great euphemism for something else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But they finally, and it had been months at, I think, they got married in June, June, July, August. About it had been about three months of very close calls for Devon and Hillary. Because I remember they almost had sex in a laundry room. They almost had sex right after Lily pushed her in the pool and she was all wet and in a towel. <laughs> was there a fashion show too? That was the one in the uh, laundry room. Ah, yeah. And um, then there was a fantasy scene which was hot within itself. But when they finally did it, and after they were finished. They're laying in the bed, and Devon's just like, "Damn!" <laughs> and it was that's all that was ne- that needed to be said. But that day changed everything for me, probably as a soap fan, because I was like, "This is what I want." I like, I I need to have this on all of my shows. <laughs> Not an affair, but they were that so, level of chemistry. Yeah, they were. They had that level level of chemistry, and they were written to be so in love with each other that it kind of blinded every choice they made like they didn't know how to function it was a bit toxic nah i ain't even not a bit it was very toxic however it was very very hot (laughs) and i really missed them so much but that 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 was one for the record books i think that was probably my first real true ship that i saw from the beginning and i was like yeah this this is this is it then i was right because they were a big deal yeah, that's my number one. All right. All right. What is number one for you? My number one is Eli Lonnie's love scene in Miami. Oh, the Beyond Salem one? Yes. Where he hit, ate her kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Where he ate his Lonnie pie. <laughs> oh, like, y'all have cake, got cake, to... cake, cake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but for real. Um, okay, so whew, where do I begin with this love scene? Because it was so hot. Uh, and like, I would have picked the reunion or the wedding night, but I, this one is also top tier. And Eli and Lonnie had some action done before they de-stressed. <laughs> and <laughs> so... The love scene itself, it's just, it was so good. Lonnie said something like, everything is hotter in Miami. I remember that. <laughs> Me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> and she was not wrong. Like the way he was, okay, the way he was caressing her legs. Oh, okay. The way he draped his, her leg over his and went down on her. And that was how the episode opened yes. this day. That is how you should open an episode with Ilani having sex yeah. and Eli going down on her. But anyway, back to the scene itself. Like, it was just so sexy. And the scene where he went down on her is living rent free in my mind to this day, a year later. It's just so good. Like, 
the song is debatable, but the love is <laughs> I don't remember almost, the song. Right? I remember the song. It's not bad. It's not the best. She says it's not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> Which for days at that point was good. Uh, for a budget <laughs> song, it's okay. Every single Ilani love scene has Lonnie on top because that's the way he likes it. And he she's bossy. We get exactly. <laughs> He's the dominant. That whole, that, that whole setup was wild because they were trying to do it the entire time yes. and it kept getting interrupted. <laughs> like <laughs> remember the couch? Remember the mm-hmm. couch scene when Ava Paulina walks in? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it didn't even start in on the couch. It started in the balcony. Cause yeah. as soon as Abe and Paulina left, because Paulina was like, Abe, let me show you around. And like she's always she was always encouraging their sexy time because she knows they're <laughs> busy raising their kids. So she was like, Abe, come along, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. And Eli was doing like, the Lord's work. <laughs> yes. And Eli was like, they were talking about missing the twins. So he was like, I know a way to make you forget. He's so horny. Oh my God. <laughs> I miss his horny ass, but <laughs> yeah, that is how it started. And then they ended up on the couch and Abe was like, <clears throat> and Paulina was like, <laughs> you wouldn't think like they didn't even look embarrassed. They were like, well, <laughs> Paulina was like, okay, okay, keep at it. And Abe was like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you reminded me of something like when um, there's a running joke between Ilani fans, uh, because right after that love scene aired, there is a moment of Paulina clutching, <laughs> clutching her. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment of Paulina clutching her pearls, and that is like where we're joking that she probably heard them or something. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the loves the whole lead up to the love scene because they were horny, they were horny as fuck throughout the entire like weekend in Miami. Like even before yeah. that, like on the main show, the lead up to it, they were they just wanted to have some sex, like. And they got it, and they showed why everything is hot in Miami, and why Eli always wants himself some Lonnie pie. <laughs> and that's why he gets my number one. It was steamy, sexy, and it just—I miss them. But yeah, yeah, for sure. My number one is Ilani's love scene in Miami. All right, Dylan, what is your number one? Um, my number one is from General Hospital. It's Brenda and Sunny. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I had such a hard time picking one for them because they had so many great ones. But the one that I went with, I I don't know that many people would consider this a great love scene because of how things fell apart immediately after. But it's the that's fine. <laughs> that's, those are the best ones. That's what happened with Devonna Hillary's first time too. <laughs> Everything went to hell right after. Right. It, listen. Oh my god. It was little like hours later. Oh. <laughs> same. Same. Oh my gosh. It's uh, Brenda and Sunny in their cave in their cave love scene. And I know that oh. sounds weird. So let me set this up for y'all. <laughs> I've heard about this. this. Was this in Puerto Rico? 
No, I almost chose one of the Puerto. No, I I was stuck between this one and the crazy love montage, but this one won. Um, Brenda and Sunny were not together at this point, and they hadn't been for a while. In fact, she was with Jax. Oh, and, this is the presumed yeah. one. Got yes, it. Okay. Yes, <laughs> she was with Jax, and Sunny because he is a petty, petty, petty bitch. <laughs> Sunny. <laughs> Brenda and Jax had gotten married. Lily had went clink boom. Like it was a lot going on. And Sonny, because like I said, he is a petty bitch. And he wasn't quite ready to get back together with Brenda. But he also wasn't ready to see her with Jax. Not with Candy Boy. <laughs> not that one there. So he had dug into Jax's background. And discovered Jax's first wife Miranda and that she was not dead so on the day that Jax and Brenda were going to get married again at the Quartermain mansion Sunny strolls in with the undead wife (laughs) 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 so Brenda punches him in her wedding dress it's a whole thing but suffice it to say they were not together at this point and one of Sonny's like closest dudes, Harry, had was crazy as like Michael has likes to say, crazy as a crack house rat. And oh god, Harry was nuts. <laughs> and he had like this really weird fixation devotion to Lily. And he blamed Brenda for Lily's death, for Lily and Sonny not being together, for them not being happy. So he kidnaps Brenda. He takes her to this underground cave-like thing that Sunny uses for like shipments or whatever he lures Sunny there and then he blows up the entrance so they're like trapped in the cave so they're pretty sure that they're gonna die because you know no well, this wasn't their fault this was- <laughs> no, so they are they are for sure that they're gonna die and the thing that I love about this love scene is the conversation that they have before they sleep together if you know anything about Sonny and Brenda you know that passion and love was never their problem it was always honesty and trust and to a certain extent timing and in this scene they are both so incredibly honest with each other and it's not like brutal painful honesty it's just so gentle and so vulnerable and so open and she says to him, of all the things in my life, your love was the best. I oh. couldn't let go of it even when I wanted to. And he tells her about how when they first met and she was this wild, reckless, young force of nature and how he kept trying to warn her off. And she wouldn't listen. And she was like, yeah, you played games with me. And he said, I did for about five seconds. Because that's all it took for me to know that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. And they just go on to have this honest and vulnerable conversation. And ugly truths get told. Like, it's so good. And so by the time the actual love scene starts, it's so far beyond like passion and desire it's about love and devotion and he touches her 
with so much worship and reverence that there is no doubt that she is the deepest, truest, greatest love that he has ever known. And like the way that she looks at him, she is so happy to be back in his arms. And in that moment, nothing and no one else exists. He's the sea and she's the shore and they will always crash into each other, no matter how much separation there is between them. It's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful scene. And then it just all goes to hell. Because <laughs> I can't have nice things. <laughs> um, when you said it all goes to hell, that was not the scene I thought you meant. I thought they might have had a love scene right before the wire moment. They did. And that's where you were going. <laughs> they did. <laughs> They did. And um, it was the night before. And it's so like the end of it is so painful because you see them both holding each other and holding their secrets. And if they had just talked, that whole wire scene never would have happened. But that was like I said, that was always their problem. They trust in honesty. That's where I thought you were going. So when you pivoted to this, I was a little surprised. But God, that sounds amazing. It's so good. Dylan, I can tell you're a writer. It's just the way you <laughs> set things up. I, good God. <laughs> I love how you described like scenes or couples. Or it's people. honestly like, one of my favorite parts of doing these top fives. Same. <laughs> Thank y'all. Well, that brings us to my number one. And my number one is on days. It is Jack and Jennifer's first time in the cave. The, the this, caves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, there was a year of lead up to this because Jack and Jennifer, at this point, had been in love with each other for well over a year. And Jennifer was comfortable with the fact that she was in love with Jack, but Jack was not so comfortable with admitting his feelings. In fact, he didn't actually admit that he had feelings for her until she was dying like a day or two prior to this right like right after the cruise of deception boat had exploded they washed up on the shore and jennifer was sick she had an infection everybody thought she was gonna die she was delirious and he literally kept he literally said i love you you can't leave me which is one of my favorite jack and jennifer scenes ever and then as soon as she got better they they found this little cave and they just they, they had an open conversation and they talked honestly about their feelings and then you know she admitted she was nervous because this was going to be her first time and then they just had a beautiful moment together you know jack was worried about everything that he could possibly provide for her and all she wanted in that moment was him and it was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen and it was one of I mean I was already a diehard Jack and Jennifer fan by this point and it just solidified my love for them I was so excited when I watched this for the first time and I still get butterflies every other time I go back to rewatch it and it is at this point that I want to read a message from Michael who even though he could not be here he did want me to let everybody know what his number one is his number one is John and Marlena on the boardroom table. Ooh. And as and he went into a whole explanation, which I am now going to read. 
He said it was night sins and baby were they sinning. After already breaking her marriage <laughs> vows to Roman, Marlena was doing everything in her power to not see John again. But John was like a cat with a mouse and ended up getting some cat right there in the middle oh of my the God. <laughs> And then there's a Michael way of describing things. <laughs> As Sammy's nosy ass watched, but this one goes number one for me because it lasted into the Monday episode right after, and it was the filthiest thing I've ever seen on soaps. John was t- was talking her through it, and that is why it is my number one. <laughs> he really was, though. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Michael, we love you. We miss you. And I hope I did that justice, though. I know I didn't. So you will have to reiterate upon your triumphant return. Does anybody have any honorable mentions they want to bring up? So I have one. Um, it's from a UK soap. It's from Emmerdale. But I have this was hard because I had other ones in mind, but UK soaps don't really do love montages. They don't at all. Like they, I don't think I've ever actually seen a full one. Like it's, they'll start, I think maybe one on EastEnders years ago, Um, but they'll start and then they'll do the Fates of Black and then they'll show the aftermath. But I had to make this an honorable mention because it's the storyline that got me hooked on Emmerdale. So 2019, Nate Robinson comes to a farming town called Emmerdale and he ends up working at this farm. He's working for this lady named Maura Dingle. And he's obviously smitten with her. Um, and he slowly, they slowly but surely start flirting. And even though he has a girlfriend, she's married to this guy named Kane Dingle. He's the local bad boy. I think he's a mechanic. Um, and they're, they're toying with each other at this point. And there it happened in a barn. That's that's, that's 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 it that's all you need to know. It happened in a barn. He walks up they had already kissed multiple times by this point. He walks up to her and she was like he was like, Are you still mad at me? Like, he had done something. I forgot what he did. And she was like, No. And um he's standing behind her and he just starts touching her and she's she turns around and they start kissing. And I'm like, they're not going to do this here. Like, they're going to go into the house, maybe. No, they don't go into the house. They <laughs> they go behind this, like, stack of hay. And then they just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and they come back. There's all this, this, there's hay in their hair, and it's all over them. But these two... I think they proceeded to fuck on every surface they could get their bodies onto. <laughs> and Nate's and Nate's really tall. So going throughout the entire story, Nate, he's I think the guy's really, really tall. And they had him when he first showed up. He was living in like this really, really small camper. And it had like a twin size bed that he barely fit in. But they were even in that rocking the shit like <laughs> like the springs almost broke on it but it's like this this was wild I, I can link y'all to the story if you want to see it but it turns out 
he was seducing Mora because that was his white daddy's wife. <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> he be- he pulled a Carly Corinthos. It he, was so messy. He came to town. He knew who these people were. He was pissed off, and he was going to do something about it. And he did something about it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but that that story was hot, and that's why that's the reason I got into Emmerdale. I'm a sucker for a long lost kid story and some hoishness, so it worked. <laughs> he was Aria, wrong, but are... we understood. <laughs> and I didn't even Aria... ship them; they were just hot. I have quite a few because I, I love me some love scenes. I love me some sexy times on soaps, and all of these are from days from various like eras on these. Um, so one of my honorable mentions is um, Brandon and Sammy. Making love for the first time, I think. I'm not sure. That Valentine's Day one with the heart-shaped bed? Yeah, I think so. They had, there were some silk sheets and she was on yeah, the went. They went to like they went to like that bed and breakfast place. Yeah. Yeah. I just I remember, remember she was on top of it, on top of him, and her back was exposed and she was scratching her his back, and I was like okay i was a kid back then when i watched this so i was like <laughs> oh they can do this on soaps that was that love scene was hot and then there's another with um rex and mimi in the bathtub and it opened with um mimi moaning and people or i i think you were supposed to believe that he was going down on her uh but it turned out that he was giving her a massage and then they ended up having sex in the bathtub. And that was hot too. Very short, but hot. All of their love scenes were really hot, in my opinion. And then another one. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, shit. How many do you have? Another one is um, Sean and Bell's first time. In the barn? Yes. Oh, yes. Barns always great make for great sex, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and even if they were delirious and like d- didn't really remember it afterwards, it was still hot, like literally hot, because the barn because the barn was on... literally burning. It makes so much sense why Claire yeah. became a firebug. Yeah, like, and I I really loved that he rescued her from that barn after they had sex. It was just so great. I know a lot of. Shell fans wanted it to be a classic shell first time love scene, but I loved it for what it was. Like, I loved it. And here's a shocker the next one. I cannot stand this ship. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead. Okay. Now I'm curious, but I cannot stand this ship at all. But they had some great chemistry, and their first time is one of the one of those I think are really, really good. And that is Sean and Mimi's first time in 2005. And like I said, I cannot stand them. But oh, Jason and Farah had chemistry. And that love scene was hot. They, oh, I did not like the dialogue because they tried to erase Rex and Mimi. But the love scene was so good. And then... The last one, I had to throw it in there because it's my ship. Eli and Lonnie's reunion, the side boob, the sweat. <laughs> the, you didn't mention that. The way well, you. 
<laughs> there's a reason for that because I, the only thing I really remember about it was her writing him because that was the <laughs> only and that's because of Lamone. <laughs> that reunion, it was sexy. The way he went up to her after she said, "Does that mean you don't hate me anymore?" And he said, "Absolutely nothing." He not just, a damn word. He just he just like, grabbed her. Yes, he went up to her. He looked her up. He looked her up and down. I was like, "Sir, sir, <laughs> we see you." He looked her up and up and down, caressed her face, and then went for it with that kiss. And we had not seen a passionate kiss like that with Ilani for a while. And he just went at it. And then when they broke from that kiss, they were, oh, it was so good. Because they were both kind of, you could feel the longing. Like you said, you could feel it. And they were kind of undressing each other with their eyes. And then we ended, they ended up on the bed. He cared. Oh, the, oh that was so good. Oh, yeah, he, he picked her up. I forgot he, about that part. <laughs> he picked her You forgot about another part. The, Lonnie on the bed. <laughs> I mean, after a year, wouldn't you be? Yes. She, was she went ready. to a convent. I mean, Eli was at least getting physically satisfied the year he was apart from Lonnie. Lonnie ain't had anything. She <laughs> had the nothing. Night the, from the night before their wedding blew up. She had nothing but fantasies. Right. But she said, I'm ready. And she meant it. He was out of breath when we came back to them. <laughs> like he was legit out of breath. <laughs> this love scene is hot as fucking steamy, but it also is like so adorable because Eli tried. Like Eli had a whole damn love confession while they were having sex. He, he did. It was like right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and Lonnie was. Lonnie tried to tell, like, get him to be quiet and continue because she was like she was like can we do this later (laughs) and i just it 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 was just a perfect combination of angst steam sexiness and adorableness that's not a word but you get what i'm saying it is but it works yeah the side boob i have to give (laughs) give props to the side boob the sweat she looks sexed up she did and i had to throw this one in there because it was it was that good all these love scenes are all my honorable mentions it was quite a few but hey it works and this has been our top five love scenes aka top five times a turkey got stuffed (laughs) you can thank michael for that lovely title and we will see y'all soon bye everybody bye Bye, y'all